And welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, joined here once again by Russell. Good uh, evening. How has your week been? Busy. It always is busy when you're yeah. looking forward to something, isn't it? Hot as well. Hot. It's only going to get hotter. It's sweltering at the moment and my hay fever is hating me. I'm going to love spending a whole day of you on Sunday as you moan and drag <laughs> yourself around and moan about the pollen <laughs> count. It's going to be superb. Yeah, the uh, weather for the weekend ahead is, uh, as we said in the opening looking to be a sizzler um, and something that we haven't seen for a little while in touring cars really I think the last time we saw it this hot was Snetterton last year, actually Snetterton's always hot isn't well, it? Well Snetterton was late last year yeah, sorry, year before. Yeah, the, the year before, the year it, was before it was really really hot wasn't it? Yeah. Paddling pools in the pit lane, Yeah. ice lollies on there, you know, running out in the cars but yeah, um, it's going to be a scorcher, it's good to have the season back and we're going. Yes I'm so excited, and I still can't quite come to terms with the fact that we managed to get into those 4,000 tickets that are being allowed this weekend. Uh, we've had word that it is sold out for the Sunday, um, so it will be good to see all of you there. Uh, of course, if you see us around, feel free to come and say hello. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into it, preview the weekend, and uh, let's get off to Snetterton. Yeah, so let's start off with the track itself. It's the longest circuit on the touring car calendar nowadays after the uh, extension work has taken it to, they say three miles, but officially it's 2.97 miles, if you're going to be pedantic. Uh, 12 corners, a really interesting infill section, which is sort of the works they did a couple of years ago. They've also remodelled the end to make Coram more sweeping. They got rid of the old, was it the Russell chicane they had before there previously? Yeah, they've made that so. into Murray's now. Um, yeah. The lap record in qualifying is held by Tom Ingram with a 1 minute 54.7 and the race lap record is by a certain Mr Dan Kamish who will be in the Porsches this weekend, Uh, his race lap time being a 1 minute 55.6. So it's a fairly quick circuit but it's a very, we we, had the pleasure of driving it a couple of weeks ago, it's a very long circuit. Yeah it's fantastic going over there to... um be passenger with you for I think we did three three laps was it three and a half three and a half laps we came out of Angostini, yeah. didn't we um, but it was really interesting to see it from a completely different point of view for for being a spectator to actually being on the track it was completely different yeah massively so it looks a lot smaller when you're in the car yeah a lot less wide and the curbs are a lot more aggressive than you see mm-hmm. on some of those sausage curbs and you know looked very menacing indeed. Yeah, it, it certainly made Bombhole much more of a corner, and following that quorum tightens up so much coming into that final chicane now. Yeah, you need to have fairly large cojones to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and a car that's well set up. Yeah, absolutely. And to know your uh, edge of the limit of the grip, because if you don't, you're going to do, I think, was it uh, Jack Goffin off there last year into the wall? Was it around quorum? Well, <laughs> we had that famous incident where um, Rory Butcher had a little coming together with um, Mr Ingram at the final what, corner. Just what to see inside the Toyota before he yeah. drove. It was try before you buy. But um, It'll be interesting to see if we have any more battles between these th- those two this weekend. Uh, but looking ahead, what could we expect? 
Well, first of all, qualifying is going to be really interesting this weekend because we're going back to what we had last year, which was the top 10 shootout. So we're going to have a normal, is it 20 minutes rather than the half an hour? Yeah, I think I think it goes to 25-minute session. Yep. Um, and the top 10 from that session will then go into a 10-minute shootout for pole position. I think what's going to be really key there for your title protagonist is trying to get their teammate through with them as well. Because if you can get a toe down the Bentley straight, yep. you, you've got you will make up a fair bit of time. If we think back to the Grand Prix uh, last weekend at Baku and you saw this, mm. you know, it was what, worth about six tenths down yeah. the straight. It's not going to be quite as much as that down the Bentley straight, but you, know, you can punch the he- air and you know, create that toe. And that's a lot harder to do when there's only 10 cars on track rather than 30. Yes, I, I think that, as you say, bringing a teammate, that will be more beneficial to people like Turkington. Yes. Um, possibly Hill as well with... Os- um, with um, Jackson. Jackson, that's it. And I, I think possibly Sutton could miss out because although Moffat got into that session last season, I, I don't think he does it in the hotter weather. I'm going to go bold. Oh, he's got, going bold already. We've got predictions late, coming yeah. up later, of course. I think Baldley gets through to the top ten. Oh, I'm going bold early. Okay. And I actually think over the season, I saw from what I saw, and it is only once at Thrux, and I think Baldley will finish ahead of Moffat this year. Yeah. Yeah, he I don't looked, think that's as outrageous as it seems, is it? He he looked very good last time out. He looked like he'd adapted to the car well, and we know from his previous hot rod days that he loves a rear wheel drive car, and he's he's got one probably more set up closer to a hot rod this year than he did last year in the in the one series. Um, but moving on from the Saturday into the Sunday, we will be starting at eleven forty, I believe, for race one. Um, but of course racing action continues for the whole of the day and we actually a really early start this weekend with 9.25 the first race on the Sunday being the minis I'm just looking forward to watching every race this weekend and being back at a track because I I can't remember how long it's been It, it must have been Brand's final round two years ago yeah, it must have been because we didn't get to any last year. No. Yeah, it must have been friends. Yeah. Which yeah, feels yeah. feels so long ago, um, and just to be there to hear the sounds, to to smell the the lockups and the engines and, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, there will be restricted access around the track. Um, there has been a map released today that will show the areas that spectators are allowed and where they are not allowed, um, which means that we won't be able to get into the paddock area which was kind of expected going into this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah, the drivers have got to look after themselves as yes. well, uh, and the teams, they can't afford to have to miss around due to COVID. Um, and whilst we are still in the vaccination programme, hopefully, I think towards the end of the year, we might get some normality. I think the last couple of rounds, we might be able to go back into the paddocks and to, you know, perhaps if we have vaccine proof or I, I don't know. Well, it, it'll be interesting to see how um, things pan out over the next, what, three weeks and whether we actually get uh, restrictions lifted or whether they will continue. Um, but going back to the racing, who do you see as as being possibly a couple standout performers this weekend? Turkton always goes well around here. It does. You know, it's uh, a track that's good for power, good for four. You know, it's quick, it's long bits uh, and long fast sweeping corners and long straights where the BMW just works. Last year he won race one and two at an absolute canter. Um, he, he was almost unbeatable here last season. And I don't know whether that was because it was later in the season and he knew he needed to do that. Being the penultimate round, he needed to capitalise as much on this round because his croft the round before was so bad. 
Yeah, but the, the, the bizarre thing was that in race two, if anything, he was more comfortable with, with the full weight in the car. Yeah. Um, and of course, we know the BMW goes well in the heat as well. That's going to be a factor. How how do these? We've seen how some of these cars cope in the wet. How are some of these cars going to cope in the heat? Because it's going to be hot, as we say. Do you think we're going to see the Honda Civic struggle again this weekend, like they did when it was really hot at Brands last year? I'd be really interested to see, and I'd mm. be interested to see how the Fords look after their tyres this weekend. Because of course, yep. at Brands, in that heat, they had tyre problems yep. uh, across the board, and. That could be a factor. It's not as abrasive, I don't think, as Brands Hatch. You've not got as many off-camber corners. It's not quite the same level of tyre degradation, I wouldn't have suspected, as Brands. But it's going to be hot. There's no real shade on the track. Te track temperatures is going to be high. Very high. Yeah. I think probably the highest we'll see all season. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, going into this weekend, Jake Hill is leading the championship by one point from Josh Cook. Um, yeah, Jason Plato sitting third with Ash Sutton fourth and Turkington down in seventh. Yeah, and Jake Hill had a decent time here last year. A third, a fifth, and a ninth was a pretty good weekend in a car of limitations, shall we say? Yeah. Obviously, Ollie J Jackson won here last year in the reverse grid race, so there's power, there's potential in that Ford. And Butcher was running well in the Ford, turning Sutton or trying to turn Sutton round, and then Ingram Carr. Yeah. Aside. He, he, was, he was very consistent despite the incident in race 3 he had a 4th, 4th and 5th um, I, I still think the BMWs are going to be the one to watch Oliphant needs to up his game from last season I know he had a couple of incidents but he finished down in 14th, 11th and 12th exactly and, and you're going to need him to be up there probably in the top 6 to help Turkington yeah and I think also you know, without being too obvious Sutton will go well here as well a 5th, a 3rd a and a 4th last year it's not a, I don't think it's a track where the Infinity is particularly strong, but I don't think it's a track where it's particularly weak either. I think the Infinity works because it's so nimble through the corners and so on rails in the tight, twisty corners. You don't really have that here apart from the infill section. Mm. Um, but it's good enough to... It won't lose. I don't think he'll lose considerable ground this weekend if Turfton wins both races. No, I don't think so either. I think he'll have good drive coming out onto each of the straights as well because we always know that that rear-wheel drive infinity seems to just bomb out of the corners. Plato and him again, maybe? Oh, that would be wonderful to see, wouldn't it? What, and Rory Butcher slipping up the inside to um, yeah. uh, take the lead or something. Um, one driver that will really interest me this weekend is Tom Ingram. Last season he had a second, a second and an eighth in that um, yep. And it would have been higher Toyota. because he was running well in race three. Exactly and I think he was running fourth at the time um, in race three. How well does the Hyundai go here this season then? I think Tom will make it better than the other three. Uh, if we look at last season here, we had Senna Proctor who finished... Uh, 9th, 13th and 10th. And Smiley 11th, 10th and 23rd. Though I believe that Smiley had to come together with Ash Sutton from memory because yes. they were squabbling a little bit. And it it seemed from a, a distance that Turkson was allowed through fairly simply and well, Sutton Smiley, was not. Smiley was on the reverse grid pole for here yes, of course. last season. Yes, of course. Um, so they, they were okay points for the team last year obviously Smiley is still with them um, and we've seen that Ingram really kicked on in that opening weekend and, and pulled out performances that you certainly weren't expecting for the Hyundai No that's fair that is fair to say, though I don't it's difficult it is difficult because mm. I, I don't know how good the Hyundai is No, I, I think it's going to take this round and probably the next round at Brands to actually 
make a good calculation on where he's going to finish in the championship because here and Brands are, are two really different circuits yeah. and you'll get a good comparison between both. Well, Ingram does historically go well around Snetterton. Yes. yes yeah, historically, I remember, I remember his driving the wet from the back of the grid to second um, very, very well. Mm. So he does go well around here. I'm not convinced. I, I don't know about the Hyundai. I don't know. And it's difficult because he's not really got any comparators in the car with how new Boutel, Parfit are. Yeah. Uh, it's just it, and it's just very difficult to and then of course you've got Smiley there from last year but he's not impressed he's done alright I don't think he's impressed no. one team that we may want to have a closer look at are Team Dynamics now Shedden is coming back for the first time in three years and his last race here he won Yeah. back in 2017 do we think we could see a repeat of that this weekend I have got him as one of the drivers to win. Have you? I have. Interesting. Even though we saw the Honda struggle so much in the heat at Brands last year. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> or it's, had you forgotten about no, that? No, I had forgotten about <laughs> okay. it. It's bold, but it, it, you know, Shedden, we saw flashes of how good he still is at, at Thruxton. Nice pun. Flash. Well oh, done. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, yes, there's a bit of race rushiness in there, but actually we, race three showed what he is all about. Yes. And the Changeable conditions. Yeah, but he's but yeah, but even so, that. that makes it even harder in a way. Yeah, you know, and okay, it took him maybe two races to get back up to speed. Mm. But I say race three shows you everything you need to know about Gordon Shedden and how good a driver he is. And if there's anything to eke out of that car, he will eke it. Okay, and bearing in mind last time out at Thruxton, Robot's performance in those opening two races, can we see something similar to that this weekend? I'm interested in Robot this weekend because obviously Thruxton yeah. was fairly wet um, with changing conditions are fairly cold it's going to be a complete you know role reversal really in terms of weather and conditions I'm interested because he didn't go well here in 2019 when uh, he did race here in the Mercedes albeit the Mercedes he, I think he got his first points of the season but retired as well yeah um, in front of us on the Bentley straight so it wasn't great but that season wasn't great either so yeah I'm not sure I think that Part of me thinks that we may have overstated how well he did at Thruxton because of how badly Shedden did, so it was more mm. obvious. Yep. Um, I need to see Roman put a bit of a run together. He can do that consistently, absolutely. But what what do you think his expectations should be this weekend? Then three top ten finishes. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the car can work in the conditions, because if the car doesn't, work, it's not his fault. If the car can't work in these conditions, that's not the driver's fault. Yeah. Um, but all being fair, yeah, three top tens. And on those lines, speaking more about the the Honda and the Civic, the Civic in the BTC team, does Cook now kick on? Will Proctor get a good opening performance this weekend, and will we see a little bit of an improvement from Jade? Randy Neek's not here, so we should see an improvement from Jade. Um, you kind of feel Cook has to kick on if he's serious about winning a title. Yes, because that's my thought. Exactly. You'd say that. This is probably his best chance, insofar as I only think I think there's only two favourites, or there's only two clear candidates for me this season. Yeah. And following Thruxton, one is a lot clearer than the other. Yes. Now I think you've got a couple of dark horses in there with Jake Hills and Flash and what have you, but realistically, someone who's been in this series a long time knows that team inside out, knows the car inside out. This is probably Cook's best chance. Yeah. Last last time out at Snetterton, he had an eighth, a seventh, and a seventh, which is consistent but not spectacular yeah but all the Honda struggled a little bit last year Carish was 6th 6th and 6th but he was a nowhere 6th 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 and 6th wasn't he he just didn't do anything 
Um, Chilton had turbo issues, which Chilton had issues just full stop last season. Which meant that he didn't score points at all. Actually, talking of Chilton, it's a really big weekend, I think, for car cars because this is a track that their car oh. should work at. It really should work here. I'd forgotten they were in the BMW. Yeah, yeah of course. Morgan had a second here in the final, in the third race last yeah. year, and we know he was almost the surprise performer in that top ten shootout, yeah. wasn't he as well? Yeah, he was. And I say this is a track where okay, Thruxton you get up to speed and fine, and actually for some reason the BMW struggles at Thruxton, which I can't work out because the power circuit it should work at Thruxton, but it doesn't, yeah. and it, yeah. it's consistently not, and I don't know why. But I don't, I don't think they work in the cold at Thruxton. Well, no, because the time before that, the Hondas, the Hondas dominate Thruxton for some reason. Yeah, I know, but we had that year where we had two rounds at Thruxton. One yeah. was early on where it was cold, yeah. and then we had a later one which was warm. Oh, in the warm and the BMW dominated one of those. Yeah, the warm one, because Jordan won races one and two, I think. Probably. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. But this is a track where the BMW should work really well. Yeah. And the car gods team kind of good result I think do we see podiums from them this weekend I think Morgan gets a podium any more I think it's one podium race three okay I'm st- I, do you know what I've not been convinced by Tom Chilton for a while um, I'm not sure I'm going to be convinced by him this season I was so disappointed with him last season not just because he ruined my <laughs> dark uh, horse for the title uh, prediction he, he wasn't even dark horse you literally tipped him for the title yeah because he was in a fantastic car on paper, Sam. He should, he should, I think we can both agree he should have done a lot better last year than he did. Yes, problems. Yes, luck. But, you know, everyone has their share of those. Talking of problems and luck, uh, the, the final BMW to talk about is Jelly. Do we see oh, yes. a Jelly-like performance or do we see something that might surprise us? Sorry to think they're thinking, but he's not in this BMW this year. <laughs> Team Parker Racing aren't there. Um, I think we saw at Thruxton that he's not quite with the pace of the front runners is he no no um, no I think Jelly will get his results at Brands Hatch because that's where he tends to get his results Brands Hatch and Croft that's where Jelly will go well um, for BMW they'll want him to be scoring points yes definitely I think the minimum the, the minimum for him is three top 15s anything better than that is probably quite good okay okay uh, looking towards the back of the grid obviously Jack Sears and, and such like we've got Sam Osborne leading that championship mm. Um, how do you see that, that mini-championship panning out this weekend? Well, the car should go well here still. Um, the Ford, it should go well here, uh, uh, presuming it can hold on to its tyres in the heat. Yeah. Um, Osborne last year got uh, points, as Netson, the 17th and the 15th before retiring, which was one of his stronger performances throughout the year. So I think he should do quite well. Obviously, we've got no Andy Neat this weekend. Jess Hawkins will be uh, in the contention for Jack Sears trophies um, yep. should be quali- uh, in the qualification um, other than that I think this is a weekend that Bordley could make waves in the, in yeah, the that's yeah, the exactly who I was thinking about yeah. with what you said earlier I was like yeah Bordley could really kick on this weekend and could almost try and build up those points that he lost last time out obviously he had that silly collision with uh, Rick Parfit which put him out of race three um, up until then, he was having a, a solid weekend. Yeah, decent. Yeah, decent. Um, but it, it really pushed him back in the Jack Sears that instant. So this weekend, I think he's got some points to make up on Osborne and Robottom, because um, I think we, we cited those three as being the probable contenders for the Jack Sears. I think Glyn Geddy wins a Jack Sears round because of that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. After, after it'll be the comeback story. That that's yeah. it's just how it works. So I think he'll win a, a round. Um, other than that, I'm not 
predicting great things at the back of the grid for uh, I think Edwards might struggle a little bit this weekend again it's going to depend on how the car copes but it's a circuit where you've got to be committed and you mm. if you're still learning your way in the car and finding your feet a little bit yeah. I, I, I think Jess Hawkins will outperform her this weekend mainly because this was the track which Jess stood in at for yeah. PMR yeah um, and arguably in a better car yeah uh, well it's very close between those two teams it this is. season actually yeah um, but okay then so should we get some actual predictions locked in then we've we spoken should. in general terms so if I could have three drivers from you who are going to win a race or two or one if you think we're going to have a Danny Jason Plato <laughs> situation actually we're not spo- actually we're not spoken about Vox it seems the only team we've not spoken about so we should uh, yes, have a quick true. quick word on them Plato goes well at most tracks because he's been around them a million <laughs> times Dan Lloyd impressed at Thruxton I think it's fair to say oh very much so he, well. he was um, sort of like the unsung hero there with his performance in race three and obviously play it on the podium straight off the bat um, I think this could be a circuit they struggle at more personally um, mm, it'll be I think the conditions help to Thruxton is because Plato going to pass out in the heat <laughs> from being an old man? Uh, oh, what could he achieve this week? Well, the accent you have a gin to cool down, then realise yeah. the ramifications. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if he's lucky, he'll sneak a podium this weekend, uh, but I think it might be out of reach with with the other vehicle cars that are going to be up there. Yeah, I think that. Do you think? Do you think either of them get into the top ten shootout? No. No. No, I think the Vox is going to struggle here, but I think you know at Thruxton. The conditions helped. The fact that it's first-rate race back helps, and player has got an awful wealth of experience to draw to draw on. Um, I just think that uh, I don't know. But it, it's going to go one of two ways: Plato will either get pole or he'll miss <laughs> out. Yeah, I, I think the Vauxhall might struggle here, but I thought it was going to struggle the Thruxton, and it didn't. So yeah. So the last time Plato was here in 2019, he had a sixth, a sixth, and a seventeenth. Yeah, and I think the 17th came off the back off the contact with Sutton. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was two years ago. The car's yeah. two years older now, and a lot of the cars are newer. I think, yeah, I, I don't I don't predict strong things with Vauxhall this weekend. I think there's better tracks for the Vauxhall. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Plato's got enough, knows more than I've forgotten about touring cars. So, <laughs> you know. Okay then, we'll move on to some predictions. Yep, okay, three, well, up to three drivers then, Sam. So this year, we've changed it slightly. We're not going to go who's winning race one, two, and three. We're giving up to three drivers, and they get you get a point for each one you got right. You are currently leading, just to remind people, but by, only by, by one. one. Yeah. We okay. both did quite well last time out. Okay then, so this weekend we are going to see Turkington take a win. Yeah. I also think we'll see t- uh, Sutton take a win. Okay, and they're your two. Uh, yes. Yeah, which suggests then that Sutton's going to have some form of reverse grid win, which is to be fair, how he won the championship last year in many ways was. Or just Sutton takes two wins. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to go bold. I'm going to go Turkington. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I see him winning races one and two. Yeah, that that was the kind of thing that I had in my mind. I'm going to go absolutely bold for. Um, actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for three drivers. Oh, change it up. Yeah, I'm gonna have Turkington. Yep. I'm gonna have Hill. I think in race two of less weight, if he finishes in the top five six, he'll have a real go in race two. Yep. And for a reverse grid win, 
I'm going Jack Goff. Oh, interesting. I think the IB, I think the, sorry, the Coopers could be good round here. It's, I think this could suit them. Okay. Okay. And I think Goff has got the spark back. I think he did well at, well at um, Thruxton. I think he's got the spark back. And if he can just keep the car, you know, qualify it, you know, 12th, 13th, move forward in race races one and two, you've got to be in it to win it. Do you think any of those uh, Leon Coopers will get into the top 10 for the shootout? No. No? No. I mean, we, we can predict the 10 drives if you want, but we'll have to, we'll have to get a new piece of paper out. No. Okay, overall predictions. Do you have any three overall predictions? Um, there will be Honda heat issues. Okay. Just almost the nature of the track, with, with how many hard acceleration zones there are and the heat we're going to suffer from. Both in the cabin, in the cars, and for the spectators. <laughs> I am going to count that with a puncture or tyre blowout. Ooh, okay. Anyone in particular you think? No, I'm not going to give a particular, but because that's ridiculous. This could be a, it's a one in thirty <laughs> chance. So, um, but I think there's going to be a puncture or a tyre blowout for somebody. Not quite for Stappen or Stroll-esque though. Uh, your next general prediction. Um, let's go for uh, Proctor to score a top 10 okay in his new debut for his new team BTC Racing okay I'm going to go for uh, Bordley to make ten sh- top 10 shootout and your final one Jess Hawkins scores points I, I, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch but I think it depends how races pan out and whether we have um, issues with reliability this weekend. Okay. And my final one is I'm going to go for Turkington treble podium. Oh, again? Yeah. you think he's going to be that strong again? I think this do you, is... Do you think part of that came last season because he knew he had to? Whereas being early on in the season, he's just going to look for some consistency? No, because I'd argue he got slightly lucky last season with the fact that Again, I'll bring it out. The smiley very much helped him through, and then the Ingram and Butcher uh, played into his hands quite nicely as well. So I will say, and Sutton didn't push him too hard behind either. Yeah. Um, so I will say that no, I think there's a bit element of luck into it. But equally, well, okay, he might know he had to, but he still had to then drag the car under maximum weight and took a dominating uh, second race win. So yeah. you know, I, I think that the car is just going to be mega here it, it just always has been okay I look forward to him not finishing in the top 10 for every race Great <laughs> uh, right Jack Sears who's going to be the overall winner this weekend I think we might both be on the same page on this one yeah I think it's going to be Carl Bordley yeah well I'm going to I'm going to offer an alternative view then just so we can try and keep the points uh, I'm going to be the boring one who just agrees with everything so I'm going to go for row bottom um, Ooh, okay but I think deep down that I think you're probably right. I think it could be close fought between those two this weekend, depending how reliable the Honda is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then finally, we've got Tim Harvey Bingo. We'll have to catch up with this on the Monday, because obviously, while we might see the great man, we won't be able to hear the great man. So, um, we'll be able to listen to Radio Sneston while we're there. Uh, Some Harveyisms. Let's see. Uh, he's going to make a comment about the scorching heat inside the cabins of the cars and how hot they get and yep. something along those lines. Yep. Uh, I think he is going to... Oh, what is he going to do? He's going to confuse Sutton and Moffat. 
<laughs> so I can imagine that in particularly it might even be in the qualifying Sutton's missed out oh no it's Moffat you, you can just yeah <laughs> um, okay we are going to have uh, oh oh uh, this should be a home run shouldn't it something about having spectators back for the first time well, I mean, I might as well say he's going to say the word the because <laughs> <laughs> It's um, great to have them back and to see them on the banks again. Something along those lines. Okay, I'm going to go for bomb hole memories. Oh, yes. That will cut, won't they? Yeah. yeah so. Oh, they're going side by side. I remember when Jason Plato Especially and Especially if Neil. Plato is involved. Yeah, yeah. This time it's Gordon Shedden, but he's done that with Neil in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the final one will be... Um, a, a comment about Andy Neat not being there this weekend. Oh, God, that's... Wow, they just report the news. <laughs> no, this this has to be during the race. Remember. Okay. Okay, I think he's going to say on more than one occasion that it's the longest track in the, the they go oh, to. Yeah, that'll be at the start of qualifying at the start of race one, won't it? I think we say it in all three races. <laughs> to be honest with you, but I'm going to put in case people have forgotten. Yeah, more than once. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okie dokie. Oh. So yeah, just to uh, just to clarify, you are winning currently by one, two, three. Was it three all actually? It might be three all. Did I miscalculate last time? Maths was never my strong point. I thought I thought I was four three up, but we'll we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, you are four three up. I was looking at the wrong line. Um, I've, look, I've got three. You've got four. Looking towards our review podcast, obviously because we are at the track this weekend, uh, we hope to still get a podcast out for it's you. Three all. Sorry, um, it's three all. Sorry, carry on. Lovely, thank you. We hope to still get a podcast out uh, on Monday night, um, but we will have to watch the races back. Um, we'll do little updates from the track, hopefully, um, and we'll be looking to put a gallery up on our Facebook, Instagram, and our website. Yeah, and obviously that's going to take... Yeah. Keep an eye out throughout the week, because, yep. alas, we are not like Tim Harvey and Steve Ryder and um, Louise. We have to do actual jobs yes we have well. actual jobs behind behind this yeah <laughs> if, if, <laughs> you sound if you, so happy about well, it if any of you can find a way of making it actually I mean, it, sounds, it sounds like make a wish or you yeah, know Jim will fix it but if you uh, if anyone can find a way of making us more uh, involved so we can actually make a career out of this then we are open to offers yeah yeah uh, we hope you all stay safe this weekend uh, especially if you are going to the track uh, with hot temperatures and obviously give people space around the track I think there will be plenty of space anyway with only 4,000 of us there um, we're very excited to see you all and to finally get back to a track and to see some proper racing Smell! It. I can't wait to smell it Yeah, I can't wait to smell it just just that noise of all 29 drivers coming down the Bentley Strait 28 on... with Nick Hamilton a bit further back <laughs> <laughs> that was that was oh low. That was low. Coming apologize. coming into the S's, uh, Brundle and Nelson. Oh, it's gonna be epic. Yeah, and it's gonna be so dry because <laughs> I know. Heat, if anyone goes off, the cl- dust clouds. Oh god, yes, the dust clouds. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. 19 hours, 44 minutes, and 20 seconds to go. <laughs> well, we hope to uh, see some of you there, and we'll be back for a review podcast on either Monday or Tuesday night. Cheerio. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for 
more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 